Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie. It's the Football Manager Football Show. It is episode number 118. Uh, my name is Ken McGuire, joined in the virtual studio by who? Phil the Power Shaler, because you went 118, and, I, and immediately I went 180. Nice. Oh, the office is buzzing without you in it today, Ken. <laughs> the office has been buzzing without me being there for the past week. Sipping on a whiskey I as we speak. Sipping on a whiskey. At five past ten in the morning, we're all in here going, <laughs> oh God, isn't it great without management? Yeah, well, enjoy it while you can. The whole sports team, me. <laughs> Because Robbie's not until 11, so... Oh, yeah, I forgot. It's Friday. Yeah. That's fair enough. Yeah, so the, the, for, for the bit behind the curtain, I've been away for the week. Uh, I'm at home. He has syphilis. He has syphilis. Doing your thing. Yeah. But that's okay. Yeah, I was away last week, but I still you came were. into the studio to do stuff. Last week? Yeah, well, I, well, I worked Tuesday so I could get the Wednesday off because I didn't realise Diane had booked her flights from the time that I was meant to be working at. So I was like, okay, can I work Tuesday instead of Wednesday? Oh, that's why we did the podcast early, which is why we actually had some or have some legacy shout outs as well from last week. Yeah, see, I'm in where you normally sit and my laptop's a lot bulkier, so it's tough to manoeuvre around without, like, all the clicking. So I'm going to let you do most of the shout-outs today. Okay. So, uh, you're Aston Villa Andy. Wait! He has suggested that our next challenge be back in the EPL. United versus London, or... Well, uh, sorry, by United versus London, he means United versus Chelsea, as opposed to Arsenal Manchester versus, versus London. Manchester versus London. But Manchester United versus Chelsea as opposed to Arsenal versus City in kind of the way that the league is running this year. So I went in and had a look at the Premier League and I thought, actually, do you know what? If we were ever to consider going back to the Premier League, this isn't such a bad shout because if we look at the Premier League table with 25 games gone, Chelsea are currently ninth on 39 points. United are 10th on 37 points. The 10 had got sacked and he's at Marseille. He did. He actually left United a year previous. So while we were still in Portugal, he got sacked in February. So he's gone a full 12 months from United. Ah. Um, they have Gerardo Martino, former Argentina, Mexico and one-time Barcelona manager on the sidelines. Chelsea sacked Graham Potter at the last at the end of last year. So Never. when we were finishing in Portugal. I know, I imagine. Uh, and Diego Simeone is on the verge of being sacked as well. So there you have it. Uh, Helstead had been in touch. He had finished his season with Brighton. He'd lost the Conference League final to Villarreal. In the, uh, he finished 12th in the league. Didn't get sacked. So he's on the end of like season five. And then you went and you opened the door in the whole multiverse conversation, which seems to be a real bloody hot topic of conversation uh, for yeah. people for this week. Oldham, Torquay, um, you have made suggestions. Nick Reeve was talking about doing a multiverse of two more people that have been on about talking about doing multiverses. You're well, Hel- Helstead, Hel- Helstead is going to Oldham and he's doing a, he's with someone else as well. It, uh, to get together, the two? Yeah, he's doing a multi- multiverse too, I believe. Oh, nice. Yeah. Okay. See, this is the thing. You've gone and started it. Like, Yeah, he says, um, yeah, I thought, I, yeah, I like the thought of managing Oldham. I, I think I made this suggestion. So he, he had said, um, Finish my season with Brighton, defeat again the Conference League to Villarreal. The league wasn't much better, 12th, as you said. So I just went, multiverse. And he goes, thinking so, I want to try and build up a small team, maybe somewhere in Scotland. I said, or Torquay, Helen Chamberlain's side. Uh, Soccer AM uh, affection there, because Helen Chamberlain loved them. And then I think I suggested uh, Oldham, because Oldham started off as... 
the in the Premier League. I said, well, yeah, what about all them founding members of the Premier League in 92 survived the, the, by the s- skin of their teeth but were relegated two years later and fell to the third tier by 97. Now in the National Football League. Fuck Wrexham, get all them back. They're down in the National League. Yeah. Uh, Nicky Reeve continuing too. the Serie A bashing with Parma but may move on at the end of the season. Sir Sock has convinced me to make a multiverse save. Added the A-League for next season will manage Wellington Phoenix. There we go. I'm fucking getting this going. This is going to become a thing. I know. Jack Best is back in Riga. He's chasing European success. He says domestic league is an afterthought these days. He's gone over 100 games undefeated uh, so he can afford to half hours during continental campaigns. He got a Champions League group of death. Oh, the last it's continental. Yeah, finished fourth. So uh, a lost season early on. Oh, sorry, I get it. Uh, but approaching the next Champions League draw now, he says the, the actual league in Latvia is, is really weak. What he's trying to do is sell all of his rejects back to clubs in the league, try and drag the level of the league and all the teams around him up. But he says his team are like a juggernaut a few years in. He just needs a bit of luck in the draws. He'll finally break through a Champions League group and feels like he's on the verge of the next step. Wrestling referee aficionado Wheelo777. He goes, any advice or tips on getting back into the game? Haven't touched it in a few months, finding it hard to get back in. Was grinding in the lower leagues with Wrexham. Maybe a restart with a bigger club. Uh, you said, we know Sir Sock's going to say multiverse. What's holding you back? And he goes, I heard Sir Sock mention that before as well in relation to your current Germany save. But he's saying, uh, you, I think you threw out uh, Ajax. Oh, yeah. And he said, good shout. Appreciate the help. Okay. Well, well that's all right. Ajax. Why not a bit of Ajax, huh? Well, that's, but that's the thing. You, like, you had mentioned that before. If you wanted to get into, you know, just get that, get a, like a little winning feeling under your belt. Yeah. And then you're hooked again. Just get get, the, get that little chub going in the pants. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's still only early in the morning. I am Watoza. Why not go all out? United versus Liverpool. Most trophies, higher finish, wins, loser has to be the photograph holding the opposite team kit in acknowledgement of defeat. I wouldn't ask you to wear them. That's sacrilege. Jesus, never going to wear it. Ever. Uh, season two at Liverpool for Tyler Devine. He's now in 2043. The man of the most glorious name in the football manager community. Uh, he says it's been rocky though. He tried doing five at the back, failed miserably, went back to a 4-2-3-1, still struggling for consistency, sitting around 10th in the league. Financial situation, he says, is worse than he thought. He's trying to, he's trying to rebuild Liverpool, but he's got a transfer budget of $30 million, which is probably small money. Dollaroos. Is that like lira when you have like one million lira and you're a millionaire, but it's actually just, you know, 40p? Wow, we both landed on 40 there. (laughs) Metaman FM says his journeyman is currently with Hajuk in Croatia. Hajuk split! Comfortably the second best team, 11 points behind. Yeah, I went to watch the Man United and Man City game in Croatia, right? Manchester Derby could not find a pub for the fucking life of me because it was a big uh, Croatian derby with Hajuk playing. Well, you did tell me that. Before. I ended up finding one in this shitty little bar where they wouldn't even turn off the sound of the like crappy music that they had going on. <laughs> did United win? No, they got hockey six three. Oh, it was that game. Yeah, me and my little Man United jersey. Diane even wore one. Second, uh, he says that he's looking to sign a young Espria and the oh. Finnish goal machine Valakari from the Cypriot League, who's hit eighty in three seasons. Jesus I, Christ! I want a young Ginola. Well, we could do the 97. Yeah, I want, I want to manage David Ginola. I just want to get some tips on his hair. He's also appointed Colo Torre as his assistant manager. Colo, and if you want to see Colo, something that's Colo. absolutely gas, 
uh, Metaman FM on the Twitter machine or YouTube. He, he's the one, I remember I told you, he's doing all these kind of mad yeah. um, 3D conceptualizations of press conferences and manager journeys and everything else. Uh, and FMGNG has taken charge of Ireland for the first time uh, while he's still at UCD. Unreal. He actually left early enough. Uh, oh, sorry, I had said that Stephen Kenny, because I found it like the one thing that I wanted out of Michael Kenny job was to go and get, um, what you call him, uh, the Irish job. Uh, but Stephen Kenny, even after simulations 10 years into the future, still knocking around as the Irish manager. He says he actually left very early in the save. Claude Puel took over. Oh, Claude Puel. Uh, yeah, um, but now he's uh, the Irish manager, and I would presume still the UCD manager as well, which is class. That you know what that is class. Uh, Dan Clark was backsliding into some DMs as well. Sexy he's loving Dan the Clark, idea. Huh? I know he's he's loving the idea. <laughs> Jesus Christ, <laughs> he's loving the idea of um, being the the universe that we have is that you stick with it even when you fancy creating a new challenge. Says he's definitely going to go that way in the future. Nice. Spot on starting a spot on starting about a spot on about starting a new save, knowing who to sign at the start as a cheat code. Oh yeah, we did mention that. Yeah, cuz you know, that like I'm very I'm very on top of stuff like that. 100% and Ethan Hawkins. What a name. Lads, he's been really struggling to find a save that he's enjoying. We've been we've been days. DMing about wrestling. Oh yeah, you're you're getting you're you're going wrestling later in the year. Yeah, I, and I'm going. I'm only I only got the tickets because I know Lee Riggs is going, so I'm going to meet him for a pint and punch him in his fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> this is the episode of the of the show that um, will be played in court. Yeah. <laughs> he had he it was predetermined. What your honor? What can I say? And then I'll just go back through the history of me and Lee Riggs. And he was like, I surprised you didn't plumb his house first instead of plumbing wow. his face. Wow. Yeah. Harsh. Uh, so he says that, uh, this is quite a long winded message. He says, this is how season one is finished. He's in the Chinese second tier. And it looks like he that finished That doesn't sound second. like your season finished well. No, uh, with Heilongjiang Ice City. God, uh, they're going that's up to the that, Super that League. That sounds though. like a GTA game. Uh, Heilongjiang Ice City Stories. It's like, hey, you want to go bowling? Fuck you, cousin. Nico. What game was that? Which one was that? That was GTA 4. 4. With Nico and Roman. What a game. Hey, Nico cousin, you bowling. want to go bowling? Fuck off, let me kill some people. <laughs> I want to go to Albany Avenue. Every you know what? You, you know, you know what I just thought of doing in WWE Two K Twenty Three. I have that visual right now of Lee Riggs sitting on his horse in his full regalia. I could make Lee Riggs in WWE Two K Twenty Three and just relentlessly beat the fuck out of him, throw him off cells, put him through flaming tables, and that could be what my YouTube channel is about. That's it. You take your gripes with the world out on people by simulating all by, these By creating them in WWE 2K23 and just <laughs> absolutely giving them no stats and just relentlessly, relent, until the game is like, dude, you got problems. Uh, he does say though, for sorry, this is going back to um, Ethan Hawkins. He does say that for season two, he's been given a 50 million budget. He's spending 15 million, the club. <laughs> okay, so he has a 50 million transfer budget, but after spending 15 million quid, the club is now bankrupt. But he's also playing this on the mobile version. So he, the only club money that he can see is his transfer and his wage budget. And he's massively under his wage budget. Other than that, he says China's got crack. Yeah, I'd well, imagine you so. You go to China. 
you get reunited with all your Wolves rejects from over the years who are still hiding out there somewhere. Also, when you go to Thing, when you go to AEW later in the year, because yeah. I'm seeing more, like right now, scrolling through Twitter, I'm going to hazard that virtually all of the football manager community are going to be in Wembley. Yeah, I, there's a massive crossover. It's huge. Yeah. You should get on the wrestling train, bro. I, I, f- y- sure. But, uh, like years ago. No, get on it again. What are you trying to say? We're, we're, what, what are you trying to say? No, I'm, I'm, I'm still living in the past. Sunday the 27th of August. Choo-choo. Six o'clock. Yeah, there's a lot of, there's an awful lot of people going. Although, if there is going to be some kind of football manager meetup in Wembley for AEW, let us know. Yeah, it will be. At FMF show. I'll, I'll go over with all the, like, Kilkenny people and then I'll meet up with everyone and they're like, oh my God, Shane, you're super famous. I'm like, yeah, we get serious numbers, bro, on the podcast. Serious. And then serious. they're going to be like, oh, we're going to start a podcast. And I'm like, oh, another yeah. white boy with a podcast. Wow. Ouch. In other news this week, <laughs> uh, Benfica is going quite well. Thanks for asking. Uh, turned into no March. No one asked. No one asked. 20... You just keep telling us on Tactical Manager FM. I know. I know. 21 games, 21 wins. Oh, wow. I'm afraid to lose. Please. Uh, how's your multiverse going? I haven't really got into it because I got really... Because I had the week off, right? And I was at the wrestling in Manchester. And uh, when I came back Sunday, went to the pub, was about to leave to go to the pub to watch Man United versus Aston Villa. Don't really get to watch a lot of games in the pub because I had Sunday off and I was like, right, I'm going to go go watch United in the pub. Wasn't on the box. So I had to come home, had to sail the high seas and watch it. Got myself a bottle of gin. Got fucking... Pretty drunk and bought a load of wrestlers on eBay. So I didn't really get to play football manager. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. You also need help. Yeah. So I am Watoza also. When the German adventure ends, can I make this suggestion? Brasileiro Serie A, the good. Lots of historic teams to choose from. You can play very young players, very old players. A very fun continental tourney. Imagine Europe if it only had 10 uh, leagues. Uh, The bad, lots of games. Uh, your best players will get poached and managers get fired very quickly. Well, we it's been a while. Go to South like America we, again. We, we did have a little sniff down there. Uh, well, that's where we started off. Yeah, Argentina. He sent on his fucking unreal role of honour as well with Marseille. It's class. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a read of it. I'm not sure if it's published somewhere. I would hope that it's published somewhere. In a nutshell, he committed to doing five seasons with Marseille and absolutely cleaned up. Yeah. Champions League to Fair French play. League to best players to foreign players to money to everything absolutely cleaned up congratulations uh, five seasons bro. done since November yeah congratulations um, so this week Shane uh, what have we got uh, as a refresher right um, remember those bars oh I said you can still get them can you 100% sorry bro my body's a temple I only drink gin and smoke cigarettes I don't put that other shit in my body <laughs> Well, if they don't kill you, fair enough. What are you um, going to do if I end up dying? How, who's going to read the news? Solo cast, baby. Yeah. yeah. I was I think yeah. more for work. Well, the podcast to die. The podcast to die. Like, you know, you can get riv- rid of a frivolous character like Robbie. No one gives a fuck about that. But if I go, the charismatic yeah, spo- enigma. Spoiler alert. Robbie still has a job in the universe. Technically. Oh, yeah. In case you learn, he's sacked. <laughs> Actually, no, that motherfucker has his own show now. He does. He's two. Yeah, the first, first show is tonight. 
Everybody should listen. Robbie Dowling is now going to be live in the real world every Friday, just after six o'clock to kick off the weekend of sport. And you can listen on the KCLR app if you're out there. There you go. And scoreline.ie. Plug, yeah. plug, 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 plug. Okay, so last week we finished on the podcast and you, we were we were supposed to be doing the live game. Um, and you, ha- who did you have in your live game? Uh, I don't remember, I don't remember, but I... Because it was a bit nuts. Oh, it and was we- uh, Armenia Bielfield. That was it. And we were doing the live game and then it turned out that I had the slightly later kickoff, but we had enough time recording wise just to get the live game in so then uh i went back up to the desk where uh fm was running above yeah. in the office yeah. and i had to play Bayern. so that's where things kind of, that's where things kind of start for me so after defeat to hertha berlin in the league so we got whooped by psg we'd already been knocked out of the champions league by atletico and then yeah. as a reminder for everybody uh, both of us were called in by our boards on the same day and we both kind of engineered the conversation to kind of give us the best maybe possible hopeful out of things so we have to get eight points out of five games yeah um so i beat cologne one nil and then went and thumped shalk four nil which I think is back-to-back wins possibly for the first time this season. So that's six points out of eight with three games still to play. Problem I have is that the three games still to play are Bayern, Union Berlin and RB Leipzig, uh, all of which uh, destroyed me the last time out. Bayern in particular, 4-1, second day of the season, or maybe it's the first day of the season. It was downhill really from there. So that's where we started. It was never going to be pretty, but we have six of the eight points gathered three games to go I need two points out of Bayern and Leipzig and Berlin I figure get thumped by Bayern and play for a draw with Leipzig and Berlin and we're grand we're at home we go back with the 4-2-4 or 4-4-2 depending on on how you look at it I have Trapp, Dedic and Dicke Vuskovic, Scali Svanberg and Sau as two DMs just sitting a little deeper Lindstrom and Omega who was the striker that I had brought in in the summer and I've now retrained as a right winger and I have uh, Belgian Colomouani up top. I can tell you that Scali finished with a 6.6, Omega with a 6.5, Belgio with a 6.6, but Svanberg and Sau combined for sevens and Dicke and trapped for a 7.2 and a 7.3. So defensively, we were fairly solid. It took Bayern all the 36 seconds to get the ball on the back of the net. Mane, put Musiala through and then VAR ruled it out. And then as far as highlights go, that's literally all that happened in the first half of the game, which is really uh, kind of weird. So we get to the second half um, and it's scoreless for like the 15, 20 minutes. Bore comes off, Kolomouani comes on. We go more pressing. Uh, we get the first chance of the game on 65 minutes but he blazes it over then we give Bayern the absolute perfect opportunity stupid tackle from about three yards outside the edge of the box Kimmich steps over the ball I know Trapp is going to get beaten on the near post like he does with every other free kick that he seems to have faced this season uh, particularly in the last few weeks but he doesn't Kimmich smacks it and Trapp stops it picks it out of the top corner before it goes in no power and then we go on the counter hit ourselves with a little, or win ourselves a, a free kick up outside the, um, boop, 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 the Bayern box. And away we go. 
And we score it. Don't ever boop, 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 boop on this podcast again. I'm saz. Uh, Don't ever so, say I'm saz on this podcast again. <laughs> yeah, that's fair enough. Um, so we win the free kick. Ball comes to Murani in the box. Fires at it. It's like maybe his second or third shot of the game. And it goes in the back of the net. And then we slow everything down, park the bus, and we come away from Bayern with a 1-0 win. Motherfucker! I know! <laughs> this is bullshit. This is the game fucking with you. Yeah. Like, we've gone from so criminally bad. My worst run in football manager in living memory. And that's going all the way back to, like, championship manager days. I can't remember a time playing with a club. I'm just trying to find the schedule here. Like, I go back to September... We lost to Berlin, drew nil all with Atletico, lost to Leverkusen, Dortmund, Galatasaray, Stuttgart, Hoffenheim. Then we played each other and drew two all. I had a freak win over Galatasaray, which was my first in two months. Then we lost again, won again, lost again, drew, lost, lost. There are more red dots on this thing than I've ever seen. We didn't get anything. Like, this is the first of, like, back-to-back wins. And then we have nine points out of the eight that's needed, and we've done it in three games, and we've taken three points off Bayern. Granted, we were home, um, but Colomuani looks kind of reborn, shifting him between like the left wing and then up top. But in the three games that we've gone and played two up front and two defensive midfielders, we seem to have sorted out our defensive woes because we didn't concede against Cologne didn't concede against Schalke no it's the game it's the game fucking with you it has to be there's something in the water anyway Uh, so now we have that then we go on to play just very quickly we go on to play Union Berlin Um, I I lose it was like weirdly right so there's internationals on somewhere that I wasn't paying attention to, which means that Sweden are involved in competition. So Svanberg has gone out of the midfield and Lindstrom has gone off the right wing. Then I have So uh, gets the first chance of the game, 20 seconds in, it's just like 20 seconds in against Union Berlin. This is the fourth of the five games. Bore gets the go-ahead goal four minutes in, but it's ruled offside. Uh, Mouani is, again, playing really wing on the, on, on sorry, playing, playing really, really well. wing. Really wing. Really well. That sounds on like the left a fucking wing. class player. Really, really wing. <laughs> really wing. <laughs> uh, we should have won a penalty on 22 minutes, um, but we do get the first goal of the game. Um, Joe Scally, who has, uh, and again, it's, it's like since this kind of ultimatum from the board seems to have come into his own playing right back. Um, so I have Hagan on the right wing. Dedic is on the left wing, or is he's playing as a left back, but I have him overlapping. So he ends up in the middle of the box somehow, stumbles, ball falls clear, Sauer runs onto it, smashes it, makes it 1-0. They get a penalty ruled out for VA, or through VAR on the half-hour mark, and immediately we score again. Low ball into the box, Bore gets a toe onto it. It's 2-0, and it's 2-0 at halftime. Then Mouani gets a goal ruled out in the error mark, uh, they make it 
2-1 on 70 minutes they get two chances away to almost make it 2-all approaching 90 but we win a corner on the 87th minute Mario Gotche who's now exploring his options at the end of his contract is over it little out swinger to Jackic on the edge of the box makes it dart forward hooks it back into the 6 yard box and Bore is waiting there and taps it home and all of a sudden it's 3-1 we've, we've scored 3 goals uh, and we're golden that's 4 wins on the bounce first time all season uh, and now I don't know what to do because now we're up to ninth and we have 27 points and we're slowly eating away at a negative goal difference um, that's now at minus two Mines are two points ahead of us in eighth we're two points clear of Stuttgart on 25 uh, and there's 19 games played in the league Dortmund and Bayern are top of the table um, and then you uh, who do you start with? N- Nuremberg? Bayern oh yeah well, yes, this this is still much of a shit show, right? So I still, well, I needed one point for the remaining two games. Diego Lopez, though, what a signing. He did very well against Armenia Bielfield. Looking great. Buzz and I got him after the last game. Now, the squad are fucking snapping with me because Ruben Vargas wants 58 grand a week and I can only give him two. I can two grand. Two grand. That's all I have in, in the bank. So just before the game, the sack looms over Shane. It's Bayern. Calm the fuck down, folks, right? Iago gets an offer then from Middlesbrough, so I think I'll accept because I want to bring in a bit of money in the bank. I want to make people a bit fucking happier because this Ruben Vargas situation is just going to cause a massive kerfuckle. Kerfuffle. Kerfuckle. Yeah, that's my new word. Kerfuckle. Um... I look at Felix Agu, who I have um, in my Preston save at left back, and he's doing very, very well there. So I was like, maybe he's a potential replacement for Iago. 3.4 milli vanilli as a minimum release clause. I also look at Joshua Vagoman, because it's a cool name, and there's not much difference between him and Felix, but he's uh, a bit more... He's going to cost a bit more. So I put my bids for them. Um, Iago does look a better player, but I think it'd be better for the team if I can get in the money make Vargas happy or whatever and Vargas had a very minimal release clause anyway so I was like oh shit you know someone could come in for him unless I change up his contract same with Reese Oxford I think it was only like four milli vanillis Um, and then I'm waiting on Capone to leave on loan also so Capone was a guy that they brought in for free it looks like Um, but I just don't play him at all so I'm trying to get him out on loan and free up a bit bit of wages Uh, so then I um, Felix and Joshua the both bids get accepted like immediately and then I have to start transfer negotiations immediately but as I aforementioned I only have like two grand to give them so I'm like oh fuck like why doesn't that happen immediately with my players because Yago, I accepted the contract maybe two or three days before I started doing my scouting and he was still huffing and puffing about it so I was like motherfucker like why is the AI fucking with me are you fucking with me AI and this is going to happen a lot as well. Uh, Kyoto and Ibra start. Cordova is uh, suspended because he got sent off in the last game. Vargas and Martins on the bench. Uh, I go 5-2-1-2 and I know I'm going to get hammered. Ten minutes in, they have all the ball but no real danger yet. Every time they get to the line, we have like four players in the six-yard box so we're not letting them kind of break anything down. 18 minutes in, Still nil all. Remember, I just need one point to save the job. I'm starting to believe. Frantic defending. Lads throwing bodies in front of shots. is actually really cool. Corner. Everyone in the box. Kubak rolls it. Like, this one really fucking annoys me, right? This one annoys me about the AI. Corner comes in. Shots taken. Kubak grabs it, right? 
everyone is still in the box. All my defenders and all of the Bayern team. Kubak, yeah. in his six-yard box, rolls it about four yards to a centre-back. So Bayern just turn and they're like, what the fuck? You have the ball on the six. And they're all still in the box. So he just frantically like kicks it out over into a throw. And I'm like, what the fuck? Where's the game intelligence? No keeper in the fucking world would drop a ball at his feet uh, or roll a ball at someone else's feet with at most or at, le- at least eight opposition players in the box. Have you any instruction that says distribute to your centre-backs or full-backs and roll it out? No, it's a play out from the back, all right, fair enough. But it's to take short kicks. He didn't even take short kicks, he yeah. rolled it. Four yards. Like, there has to... No matter what instruction you put in, there has to be some fucking in-game intelligence. There's ridiculous... And there, this isn't the only fucking thing that happened with Kubik in this game, or not in, in, in this in general, in this next few games. Stupid, stupid little fucking bugs that no keeper in the world would ever do. None. Fix it. Not even a kid, like. Fucking Miles Jacobson, get your shit together, bro. Anyway... So I tell them now, send it long and fucking slow it the fucking pace down. Because he like immediately caught it and just went, rolled it out. Stupid dickhead. Approaching <laughs> half time, we actually have more possession, but we have no shots on goal at all. Our first shot was like then a cross that like ricocheted off a player from the edge of the box. But it was definitely not a shot, but they registered that as a shot. So I'll take it. Then on the stroke of halftime, Byron score. Upa McCann has it in the net, but disallowed. So I was like, all right, nice one. It's all coming up Millhouse. Very happy with the defender's work. And I tell him that at halftime. I said, lads, you're, you're doing fucking brilliant. You know what happens? They all get demotivated. Ha- <laughs> what is it? What? Like, oh. I put Ibra uh, off and I bring Vargas on. Byron have it in the net again. Thomas Muller, this time though, it is also disallowed. I'm like, yes. Fucking sweet. Yago and Kyoto off Fabi and Ellingson on and then what the actual fuck happens here? I, I And I tell you, Kent, go and look at this goal and tell me what happened here. Is this the one that I looked at last night? Yeah, so Frimpong takes a free from around the halfway line. Guevara heads it out. Frimpong <laughs> picks it up. As Fabi Martins looks to be running away from the ball and then just saunters it into the net. Like all my players are on the right-hand side of the box. And he just kind of does this arching loop in in from the left and just fucking pops it in the net. On no, yeah. Like, what the fuck? What I'd be more concerned about there is that nobody challenged him. Like, like none of the players moved towards Frimpong. The ball came to your goalkeeper almost, I what, maybe like 10, 15 yards shy of midfield. And then he had all of this space avail like a complete path to the goal and everybody just kind of looks at him coming on and goes are you sure he's never going to do it he's never going to score it and then buries it yeah he scored his first goal for the club against me <laughs> just signed Sorry, it that's so, terrible yeah first goal for the club um, so I'm like fuck it look I'm, I'm going to go more positive I bring Calmar on Calmar on that is 2-0 Gumalon also with his first goal for the club just like Frimpong. Uh, Diego Lopez has a 5.9 rating. After the game, I lose 2-0. After the game, the press are like, are you a bit worried that you failed to work the goalkeeper even once? I had two shots and both off target. 
Yeah. So now I need one point going into the last game against Nuremberg. Vargas is causing trouble again. Oxford now too because he wants fucking more money. So I'm saying, right, I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to try and offer uh, Oxford a bit more money. And I could offer him a bit more money, which is weird. I don't think I got rid of anybody. Yeah. But I can't for Vargas. So I don't know what happened. I didn't change anything. I asked for more money. They told me no. Um, maybe I think the Capone loan maybe went through. Uh, so I was able to give Oxford more money, but Vargas is asking for too much. Then Yago fucking rejects Middlesbrough. So I'm like, all right, fair enough. Fair Did enough. he? Uh, so was that a loan with an option to buy? No, no. It was like six point five million vanillas up front or whatever. He's oh. worth about nine point five, but like with adjust with installments and stuff I was like alright look let's just get some money in the fucking bank here mm. and we'll try something out but you see the thing is I was worried about is because I entered contract negotiations with uh, Felix Agu and the other guy so soon that I had to walk away from them because I couldn't give them what they want so they wouldn't discuss it with me then after I saw say if I sold Yago they wouldn't discuss it with me then you know yeah. what I mean because they're like all oh, contract negotiations already broke down and then I seen I have a guy on loan, uh, Ricardo Pepe, right? He's on loan at RB Leipzig. He's a young striker, 21. I think he's American. He's only playing in the under-21s, right? But Augsburg bought him two seasons ago for 20 million. Hasn't played and, a game for him yet. And he's left what, him to Leipzig. Uh, I loaned him out to Leipzig because I was like, he, this guy is shit. 20 million to bought him off FC Dallas. Leipzig won't play him. He's worth about 2.5 million vanilla now in the space of two seasons. And you can't recall him. No, I can't recall him. I don't want to recall him. I already loaned him out. I needed to oh, free... Because he, he was on a lot of money. As in you you actually did it yourself. It wasn't done before you... Yeah, but arrived. I didn't realise we bought him for 20 million fucking two seasons ago. And you're like, what the fuck? What? Why? Who are these motherfuckers getting 20 million to buy these players? But this is the problem. This is where I saw... I'm not sure with... Um, hold on, let me see if I have him here. Uh, Joe Scally is playing right back. Because this was the first thing we did when we arrived in Germany is like looking at players and see where they go. Now, to be fair, Joe Scally arrived in legacy transfer seven and a half million, but immediately it was on 50 something thousand euro a week, 53 grand a week. Like the next player to him was on 30 odd grand a week or something. Yeah, madness. Maybe not since I've, I've, I have offered out one or two contracts and I've completely decimated any of the transfer budget I have in order to prop up the wage budget. I'd say there's only a couple of hundred grand in. I'm actually, my wages, wages at the moment, I'm paying out 1.1 million euro a week. Uh, Sorry, that's the budget, but actually paying out 1.14 a week. So what's that make me? I'm about 40 grand over budget every week. Quarter of a million quid a month. That's kind of sizable towards the end of the season. Anyway, so we have two games, like a game each, left of of the five games. Yeah, we have, three, we have three games overall. Yeah. So we've done four of the five games. You need to get a point against Nuremberg, and then I need to go out and play Leipzig. So I'm already safe. So in the spirit of anticipation and storytelling, uh, I end up losing Vuskovic pre-game going into the RB Leipzig match. And, and we're in January as well, by the way. So this RB Leipzig game is taking place. This is the last weekend in January. So transfer window is also just about to close. It's the 27th of January. Um, and we have beaten Cologne 1-0, beaten Schalke 4-0, beaten Bayern 1-0. We've just beaten Union Berlin. So we've we've met the board's requirements. And then we go on to play RB Leipzig. Now, last time that we played RB Leipzig, he says, past meetings... 
Oh, we actually drew two all. Shit. I thought they'd beaten us. Wow, wow, wee, wow. I know. Uh, okay, so we end up losing Vuskovic pre-game, broken ribs, out five to eight weeks. He's off to see a specialist, which is going to cost me about seven grand as well. Similar lineup for, against the Union Berlin. Um, I get to start Svanberg and Lindstrom because they're back from Swedish duty, so... Hagen Sau dropped to the bench. It's the fifth of the five games. We've taken 12 from 12 with eight needed. They have that stupid 3-4-1-2 thing. So they're playing three at the back and then it looks like two wing backs and two defensive mids. So it's very congested inside their half. And then they have an AMC up high and then they have uh, two up top. Nine minutes into the game, I have a goal. Svanberg. Lindstrom does all the work on the left Swap sides with Joe Scally, as in swap sides like big lofty crossfield pass to Joe Scally, who's on the right edge of the box. He tries a low ball in, it gets deflected. Svanberg scrambles onto it, gets ahead, knocks it into the back, and it's 1 0. Uh, they almost have an instant reply trap, though, up to the test. Federico Gatti, it's in the save. I signed Federico Gatti for Benfica, but he's now playing for uh, RB Leipzig. And he's actually doing quite well. Um, they win their third corner of the game, 15 minutes gone. Then 22 minutes, another goal. Belgio. Svanberg with a free kick, almost on the end line, in-swinger from the left, and Dicka gets up at the back post, smacks it straight at the goalkeeper. He spills it. Belgio's on the line, tidies it up, gets the dregs. Boom, back in the net. Bore with a chance to chip the keeper on 32, forces a corner, and bar the goals, it's been pretty even for the first half. Like, And both of those came off set pieces as well uh, so we've had four attempts on goal as have they we've had two shots on target as have they and um, maybe we've sorry we'd have a third on target so half time it's 2-0 it's pissing rain there's no changes at the break 46 minutes it's 3-0 five this is five games we're now going for five wins Colin Muani has been quiet until now he's just about to get the hooker he's on my list to Take him off at least. Uh, but he comes deep, picks up the ball, throws one through to Bore, who lets Belgio go through. I did swap the two boys' roles at halftime. So Belgio, what I've been doing is playing a pressing forward, but on a defensive role on the left of the top two with a view to getting him to, to try and drop further back, closer to the AMC. Um, and then when you're not playing an AMC, at least you can try and fill some of that space, or that's the hope anyway. Uh, Mwani and Lindstrom come off, Hagen and Mega come on. I tried to make three subs at the end of the game, but the ball never goes dead, and we run out 3-0 winners. And of the five games where we need to get eight points, we got ourselves 15. And I think I'm safe. <laughs> fucking joke. And the game has fucking screwed us again. Fucking joke. So- you got to get one point. One single measly fucking point against the team at the bottom of the fucking table, Nuremberg. I kind of want to fucking lose, though. This is like, it's not fun being here. All talk is about how shit Zlatan has been. He's only after scoring one goal all fucking season. I have one point to save my job, and you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking start Zlatan. That's what they get for not believing. 4 2 3 1. Ivanesic on Ravella beside him. They're banging off shots. Kubik makes a lovely save at the start. They go close again from a header. Then I noticed that Udake, who gives the ball away so fucking much. I was told to praise his form beforehand, but I noticed as a centre-back, he just passes it to absolutely fucking nothing. 
Ellingson, who I'm playing left back now, he's had a few good games there. Um, he's bombing forward. Demi Moore, because fuck Winna Paltrow and fuck Lee Riggs. Then disaster, Kenneth. A long ball from deep in the corner finds Holtman. As it stands, I'm getting sacked, losing to the bottom of the table side. He got in front of Framberger, stopped, and then goes in behind Framberger and headed it into the box. Um, it was very even beforehand, it has to be said. Then, Ivan Usyk picks up the ball in the centre of the park, finds Fabi Martins. Lopez then with a deep run, finishes very, very well. It is one all as things stand. I'm keeping my job. One minute later, Ivan Usyk out to Lopez, who finds Vargas. Hits it across the floor. Fabi Martins makes it 2-1. That's what I get for braiding them, because that's what I did when we went one little down. Yeah! Plus it's Fabi Mertens. Yeah, and then we've been so much better since the goal. We were banging off shots. They didn't really get... They had an opening... Up until their goal, they were they were quite good. And then after that, they dropped off. Kubek picks up the ball. And this is what I'm talking about by stupidity, right? So their player pretty much hits a nothing thing. It's rolling on the ground. Kubek picks up the ball and then walks out over the corner line. My goalkeeper picks up the ball and then... It's in his hands and like steps back and he's out over the corner oh, line yeah. and they get a corner. Like did, what? did that happen to you or was it me last year? Goalkeeper picks the ball up and then walks back, but walk back over like into the back of the goal and then there was a goal given. Fucking stupid. I don't know. I don't even remember. Miles Jacobson sort of shit out, you little bitch. Um... Yago and Cordova on for Ellingson and Ibra. Cordova's first play makes a run and then forces their defender to kind of tackle him and then the defender puts it in the back of the net. But Fabi Martins confirmed as an assist. I needed eight points from five games. I got ten. Boom. The misery continues. Well. C rating now. And then the board call me in. Well, I get that little message saying, yeah, well done. Your, your job is safe for now. And then the board call me in to discuss my future. Like they give with one hand and they just take it away with the other. Like they called me in after that and they, they discussed my future. And they said, the atmosphere in the dressing room is the reason that we're discussing this. I had asked, I had interacted with the board to get more money for Vargas and yep. they refused. So then they said, we don't want to hear tales of regret. We want to see action. Because I was like, we've just won games or whatever. You know, we're, we're doing well now. And they're like, we don't want to hear tales of regret. We just want to hear action. And your job is very much on the line here. So I get four fucking options. And I know that the options are being quite lackluster, especially when it comes to contract negotiations. If you just said, there's no option to go, we don't have the money right now. Yeah. There's options for... Oh, well, if that's the way you feel, you can sell or bang the table and go, you're not getting what you want. But there's no options just going, financially, we are fucked. Can you not just weigh it out until the end of the season? I know that option is there. We'll discuss it at the end of the season. But it's, let's focus on football now. And they're like, no, fuck off. Let me put an option going, the board have no money. The club is fucked. You are very blessed as a footballer to be making 22 grand a week. Shut up, you little bitch, and just kick a ball. But wouldn't you think that'd be a not... It should be an option. Or, actually, if the issue is wages, right? Yeah. The wages are there to keep players happy. Yeah. But you earn wages as a manager. Oh, yeah. I I barely take any fucking wages. But, like, how important are the actual wages to any of us as a manager? Because we can't do anything with them. Yeah. Other than it goes into, like, this 
achievement thing of earnings that you make over the course of your career. Uh, the thing so is, you, you, get, not... you get sacked, though, you see. You can get sacked a lot easier, apparently. Oh, for for higher wages? Uh, yeah, you, you, like you'll, you'll get sacked. If you have a, a lower wage, you can get sacked a lot easier. Oh. Because it's not going to take that much to pay you off. Exactly. But, like, exactly. could you not go to the board and go, hey, well, listen, I'm earning... Uh, all of this money just take a little snip off mine and give it to Vargas keep yeah, him happy just a little snip of ruse. I'll do I'll do my bit for the club I would like to see a bit more honesty from the board and go look financially we're fucked we cannot do this we know the situation we're in because it's our job to come up with the money so you just keep doing what you're doing yeah so now you're in bother I'm in serious Again. bother yeah um, well, I end up getting the message that the board were delighted to inform me that following the promise that we had made, they're now satisfied that I have done the utmost to keep it. You'd think that I did with the wins. Uh, they're pleased that you have delivered on the agreed points total and were particularly impressed that you exceeded expectations, notching an impressive 15 points in five matches. Wow, wow, we wow. As a result of the improvements you have made as manager, the board have cancelled any plans to relieve you of your role at the club and going forward, they hope you won't give them a reason to regret their decision. Yeah, so we've gone and extended the run to five games of winning nature. We've scored 32 and 20 games in the league altogether. And finally, right, this happened because all season long they were talking about, oh, the such poor form at Frankfurt. Now the success at Portugal just seems like so far away. And I had suffered the just like the woeful time of being knocked out by Gil Vicente in the fourth round of the cup and it's starting to smack like that but now they say the recent run of gun form has led to many recalling Maguire's League of Portugal B-win victory with Benfica last season amid suggestions that further success may follow in the near future that's oh, class we're going to win we're going to win the Bundesliga well done for you transfer deadline day what do you do uh, <laughs> okay so um, I'm kind of like I have no money and then I realised that your man Gueda today is like pretty much a massive catalyst for a lot of the squad being pissed off because he's a homesick little bitch so I get rid of him I send him back to the era divisive in Netherlands or Holland wherever that fucking country is called and uh, yeah he's gone so I'm like but going back I never told you what I did oh no I never told you what I did. You just interrupted me. Sorry. Do you not want to know what I did? Tell me. Well, I just leave the podcast now. <laughs> I know where this is going, but okay. tell me. <laughs> so the options that they gave me goes, I can see that I'm not going to be able to talk you around here. Perhaps it's simply, I should simply tender my resignation. That's what I wanted to do. And then I go, then there's ask for a change. I don't think this club needs any more upheaval. Trust me to get the job done. Then there's threaten. I don't know who you're going to bring in that's better than me. Or also threaten, if you sack me now, the fans won't be happy and will put you under pressure. And I'm like, fuck these guys. They told, they, they sent me a target. I fucking exceeded that target with two points to spare. And then they bring me in right after it because my managerial support is very poor. Because of Vargas wants more money. And because Guewe, the little homesick bitch, gets sent home. He asked for it. I gave it to him. Support me. I put in team bonding sessions. I've done community outreach. I asked for a chance and they were like, yeah, you're probably right. I don't think the club needs any more upheaval, but I felt like a dirty little fucking bitch doing it. (laughs) 
I pure thought you were going to go in and it's like, sack me. Yeah. I made the BBC. Oh, that's what I wanted to do. And then I thought, oh no, Ken's going to be pissed off now and he'll just play his games and I'll be looking for a fucking job and I'll end up back up in fucking Scotland, but with, I don't know, Aberath. I know, I'm pretty sure... I'm pretty sure there was a kind of an unwritten agreement there whereas if one of us were getting sacked in Germany then that was the end of the season. No, no, you'd have to finish it out. You'd have to finish it out. <laughs> Until you get sacked. Ride or die. That's, yeah, that's that's fair enough. Anyway. So you've been given a chance. I've been given a chance and I have a transfer deadline there. Um, I'm trying to so. get rid of some players. No one wants to loan Demerick or at least pay to loan him. And... Uh, Clock was taken down. I have Connor Gallagher in my press and save. So I was like, right, I'm going to try him. I see him for loan. He doesn't want to come for me. I tried him already at the start of the season anyway. And then I thought, all right, O'Keefe, you like having a bit of transfer business, don't you? Yeah, you do. Because it always gives you that little bit of hope. It always goes, things will turn around if you bring in that one special person. We spoke about it last week. So I went to the one person. I went back to the well. I went back to the well of a of a man that people may know quite well. And I pretty much brought him in on like a lot of teams in the past. AC Milan, I think if you remember. Potentially mm-hmm. Atletico Madrid, quite possibly. Sporting, he was with me last year. So welcome to Augsburg, ladies and gentlemen. Ryan Gravenberch. The one man who always joins your team. And who lets me down every single time. <laughs> Yeah, I'm waiting for that potential to be realised he did not do very good for me with sporting already this year well I got him for pittance I got him for pittance you'll never know he might light up the league again you you would hope so well you'd, you'd hope that you know the fact that they're willing to let him out again for little to no money like you don't have to pay a salary you have to pay a small fee or something yeah well I have to pay if he doesn't play I have to pay him 17 grand a week and 100, 100 grand a month I have to pay yeah so that's how much I have to pay I'm surprised I had the finances to be able to manoeuvre that but uh, I did and uh, yeah welcome along was that the only signing? Um, yeah I think okay. so yeah, because we had kind of elected not to do. Um, I have my pre- I have my multiverse save going on in the background. I'm at my stage where I have to register my players for the Euro Cup too, and I just realised the amount of players that I bought in in January for Preston. <laughs> and now you can't do it. Jeffrey Condogbia, Alexic McAllister, Enzo Fernandez, Barat Ozedemir, Shikarito, Joe Hart, Sebastian Esposito, and Adam Lalana. Jesus Christ! I knew Lalana and Esposito were in. Eight players. Enzo Fernandez, though. What did you get Enzo for? Like four millis. This is FM22 territory, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I can only register three replacements, so I'm going to piss off a lot of people here. Err, err. Well, we end up, um, transfer deadline day, we bring in Andrea Bellotti. Oh, he was a very good singer, yeah. Sneaky, but he was, he's a brilliant singer. Um, I'll swap in nerd liquor for him. (laughs) Yeah. You did make that suggestion. I did. I made that amazing. joke and I got a few likes, so I said I'd put yeah. it on the potty. It's, it's, that's all right. I'll put it on uh, the potty, mate. That's what we're so going to call it. So, is coming in. And the arrangement was a million in cash, uh, two million over three seasons. Yeah. And I think another million if he hits 40 league goals. Right. Uh, odds of it happening this season, fairly slim. So... 
it's a kind of a million quid transfer and then Frankfurt can deal with the headache next season. Um, but we've invested in a bit of a structured deal going to Werder Bremen, Vardabras. who were relegated last season and are in the Bundesliga 2. And we're bringing in one of your old boys, uh, Nicholas Stark of House Stark. Ah, from the old Wolves in. day. Yeah. and ah, he's, Look at us he's incestuous right. fucks. I know. Going back to the well again and again and again. Of course, I kind of wanted Shula. Uh, who did I have Shula at? Oh, it was Madrid, and he was class. Oh, Shula, Shula. He was absolutely class. But Nicholas Stark comes in, worth 24 million quid. Right. Uh, had played 24 games already this season uh, for Werder Bremen. Oh. So he's been getting minutes anyway. He was an absolute um, but a, bust for me, though, it was. Uh, yeah, see, I'd be hoping kind of two versions of the game on that he's a little bit... A little bit better. A little bit more uh, astute, huh? On the January review side of things, uh, I've got a B- minus from the board rating and a C- minus from the fans. And I've got two games left. So we go away to Freiburg. Go away! Starting debuts for Bellotti and Stark. means Bore drops down to the bench. Muani is out in the left. Higgs on the right wing, which annoys a mega. He now wants to be playing because he's been retrained as a right winger. One minute on the clock. One if minute on the that. clock. Belgio Back at a net Uh, Dedic and Svanberg Combined on the left Svanberg Svanberg is holding the ball up Really well Is he now When he gets in the box Sometimes it's frustrating And then other times It just allows enough Of a window For everybody else To kind of Move into place So Belgio does as that Moves into space Turns on it first time And scores Svanberg gets tackled In the aftermath Ends up picking up a knock He lasts another 15 minutes Before being replaced by Jackage. Stark gets his first Headed clearance In a Frankfurt jersey They're pressing high 25 minutes in But we nail him on the counter Again Nail him More good work by Belgio dropping deep in the defensive role slips it to Dejic on the overlap carries it into the box float one's in for Belgio who's caught inside and is now bordering on a hat-trick with only 25 minutes in the game another stark clearance on 29 minutes it's kind of handy lads he's 6 foot 3 he's got a jump and reach of 15 he's got heading of 13 um, and is currently my second best rated uh, defender at least from a from a centre back side of things, as a ball playing defender does. Work rate is sixteen, teamwork is eighteen. Even his pace and stamina and fourteen fitness is fifteen. God, I could keep reading statistics all day. Um so they get one ruled out for offside on the half hour mark says two nil to us we're motor and absolutely new Dedic again with a hand in this one but it's Sow who does all the work in the build up Dedic with a layoff to the left edge of the box. Muani runs onto it Smacks it in the back of the net and it's 3-0. Bellotti goes close to a debut goal uh, just at half time, but we've got a 3-0 lead on a 0.88 XG. Six shots on target from seven. Second half though, completely different. Jackage gets our first attempt at the second half, skims wide in 49 minutes. Then they start playing for set pieces. They win a couple of corners. So we make a couple of changes midway through the half, but they have been way more productive. We don't get a single shot on target in 45 minutes. Oh, hard luck, but. Um, but we also shut them out. So we take a 3-0 win. And adding that to the 2 0 win over them earlier in the season, and I think this is our first double uh, to do over a team. We are now eight. You're on a fucking roll, bitch. I know, the six games in a row. Uh, and we're now knocking on the door of European places. <sighs> and Cologne have drawn one all. I think they're playing Bayern, and Robbie still hasn't been sacked. Yeah. He's no longer here. But it is, you know, in the world, he still hasn't been sacked. 
I go up against Hertha Berlin. I actually get a question about Robbie saying, is his position still tenable at Hertha Berlin? I'm like, I don't give a fuck. His position isn't tenable in my eyes at any time. Uh, Gravenberch goes straight in because I can't afford to not play him. Diego Lopez goes down injured after four minutes. Fuck. They go and score straight away. Looked well offside, but, you know... Uh, Chupa Mutang when you're going up against him you better be wary uh, Demi Moore could fuck with a paltrow fucking hell the next 10 minutes then Ivanisic who came on for Lopez goes down injured and then Cordova goes down injured pulled groin it's one of those little yellow injuries but you know they're fucked and it, like it won't go away uh, we take a free uh, they take a free Kubik saves but pushes it across his goal line and then their player just ran up and barely missed it was a joke it was laughable to be honest with you Yago goes close from a free and then uh, 2-0 down Yago doesn't go close from an OG he just buries it in his own back net shit game uh, they've had three shots two on target and only one of the ones on target was their goal and the other one was my goal I suppose yeah. uh, on target we had three and one I throw a water bottle at half time they didn't like that <laughs> I bring Ibra on and Meyer on for the injured parties. I go more positive. Then Rovella gets sent off. Then boom, we get a penalty. Ibra converts. It's 2-1. Is the comeback gone? He was actually uh, second in line to take it behind 35-year-old. So I changed that before, the just as he came on. And then uh, I bring Han on for Fabi. Ellenson also won. My players just seem to be absolutely wrecked in comparison to theirs. Then the comeback is off. 3-1 comical. Conceding again from a throw-in. Three minutes later, on the 79th minute, it's 4-1. They get a scream. Finishes 5-1 bullshit Yeah They're playing a 4-4-2 Fucking Mike Bassett I think that was I think that was my problem Because I played them Lost Did I lose 3-0 to them? But like I lost Three fucking players To injury In the opening few minutes And get a player sent off After coming out After coming off This fucking uh, You know Saving my job shit You know Yeah Did that cost you In any long-term injuries? Uh, the long-term injury is Diego Lopez, my new newly signed boy, uh, is out for six weeks. Fuck. Okay. Um, we're going to finish up against Armenia Bielfeld, who I'm fairly sure, now that I look at it, again, go in here, Armenia, and... Uh, no, it's my thing, isn't it? Schedule... This is what happens when you got football manager open and live in front of you. So Armenia Bielfeld, I'm fairly sure that they also beat me last time. They did. We owe them. We went away in November and we lost 1-0 and it was really shit because they scored late in the second half and we played absolutely terrible. Except for Jackic who had a great game. So we owe them one. They also have Ragnar Ake, Ake. I don't know. I'd, sell, I'd sold them early in the January window. They have them up front. And then you do that football manager thing where you're just afraid that the players that you're after selling are the ones that are going to come back to haunt you. And 100% that is possible. So the fans on the board tell me, now tell me, that uh, despite the weeks of telling me that I had like terrible defensive issues, I now have a stout defensive style. Sponsored by Guinness, lads. Um, so six wins on the bounce in the league I completely forget to start Jackic in midfield uh, despite the stormer of a game that he had last time out and then it turns out when I see the squad selection 
uh, for the match day screen. He's not even on the bench. So apologies to Jackic. First attack takes 30 seconds. Sees Belgio glance a header over the bar. Joe Scali providing one in from the right hand side. There are 48,000 people at this game. Looks like the place is absolutely bouncing. The stadium is packed. Everybody's expecting a win. But it's a fairly even few open minutes. Cole Moani gets the first goal of the game. It'll be the only goal in the game, is it? Uh, scores on nine minutes. Lovely build-up with Ndikas, Vanberg and Dedic all involved. Ping, ping, ping. Finds Moani inside the left edge of the box. Fires across the goal and makes it 1-0. Uh, we've got ourselves a corner on 25 minutes. Vanberg on the right-hand side floats one in. Again, Moani runs straight up the middle. Gets up, over the, gets up for the header. Up over four players. 2-0. Two minutes later, we get a corner on the left. And this time it's a short corner. Dedic to Muani, whips it all the way to the back post and Lindstrom is there to head home and make it 3-0. So Muani has two goals and an assist with 27 minutes on the clock. Also keeping an eye on the scores, that tells me that Cologne are 3-0 down at this stage and we are up to 7th in the live table. Bellotti is itching for a goal, gets chances away. He's feeding some decent passes in as well in the build-up play, paying him as an advance forward. Uh, and we've had 18 attempts on goal, but only six of them on target. 18 shots on goal in 45 minutes, six on target. 3-0 up at halftime. Mouani is on a 9.9 inside 45 minutes. My entire bench is complacent. Everybody has switched off. Valkari comes on for Belgio on 65 minutes. We concede immediately. An error from Trap on the end of a cross from Klunter. Hack goes unmarked at the back post and makes it 3-1 with a header. And it's, it's looking like momentum Armenia. And I get really nervous for this version of the game with a 2-0 lead. Um, but... We go and we score again. Um, Bellotti chests one down on the edge of the box, falls back, uh, and like the, the ball just kind of f- falls back. So it's a weird looking one to Lindstrom, squares it to Valakari and fires home. So then it's 4-1. Triple sub to see the game out. Bore for Moani, Omega for Lindstrom and Buta makes a long away to return from injury to replace Joe Scali. The fourth goal nudges us back up to seventh in the live table with a plus seven now in the goal difference. We were only minus two a few games ago. And then Leipzig go and get a late winner um, and fuck it all up. So then we end up seeing eighth. Uh, and now, after the most miserable start to the season, where we couldn't buy a win, go on my worst ever run of form in Football Manager and needing to get eight points out of five games, we've taken 21 points out of seven games. We've scored 39 games in 22 matches. And there's no more talk of the sack at least for the moment. And Belgio's the third top scorer in the league. He's got 14. I know, it was some fine by me, wasn't he? Wasn't he? Yeah. Wasn't he? Some fucking fine by me. Go and do your own yeah. fucking scout. Nicholas yeah. Stark as well. What the fuck? <laughs> hey, you could have brought him in. I got him for a steal. He was only 5 million. I couldn't have brought him in. I had no money. I had two grand in, in my wage budget. <laughs> Who's your last game against? Gertefurt. 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 Ah, fuck this game. Oxford and Ravella are out anyway. Uh, Oxford yellow cards, Ravella red card in the last game. Calmal and Strobel in for them boys. And the last six in a row, just as you won six in a row, they lost six in a row. Yeah. U- Udake with a diving header back to the keeper. First time I've ever seen it. Like, so the keeper. Seen a diving header back to what? Back to Jesus. his keeper. So the keeper could pick it up. Weird. I can overtake these fuckers if I beat them. They have more shots for fuck's sake, though. Like, what? Demi Moore has us coming back into the game, but the game is boring as fuck. I shit you not. Show me something else in the second half, and they certainly did. A nothing ball goes in. Strobel allows it to bounce. Looks at it. 
looks at it, you know, fighting for your place because Oxford mm. is out, you'd want to be starting. Just looks at it and it bounces right in front of him and bounces onto their striker, right past them, 1-0. And then I realised it was actually 2-0 because they had previously scored on the 27th minute in the first half. That's how much I didn't give a fuck about this game. <laughs> It was boring. Like, it just fucking blitzed by me. I was like, I, I don't know how I didn't see that. Anyway, I lose 4 0. Everyone's shit. Fuck. Yeah. Was there any indication from the board that, despite the fact that you had done all the really good results at the last time that you went in and you had asked for a chance, that you also needed to include results in that somewhere? Because since that's happened, you've now lost two games and you've conceded nine goals. Yeah. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> I have picked okay. up three points in the last 12 point par- par- four games dang okay so schedule wise um, who do you who do you have next actually I can tell you that yeah I, I don't I, I, don't. Can, I have football manager 2022 in front of me here I can see it here so your schedule oh wait no I did this already didn't I Augsburg schedule senior squad okay so to see out February which we'll do next week. Um, you have Schalke and Hoffenheim. Schalke and Hoffenheim? Then from March, you've got Bochum, Leipzig, Freiburg. Then we play each other on the first week of uh, April. Top of the table uh, clash, that one. Cologne, Berlin, Leverkusen, Dortmund, Stuttgart and Mainz. Unreal. Beans, Mainz, Heinz. And then when we finish out, so we'll be finishing in February next week. We have like a... We have a... Busy February. Shit, we've got two European games next week. Oh, we got knocked you. out of the Champions League, but we got knocked into the Europa League, the, oh, the playoff, no. the first round, the stupid playoff. Like, anyway, we're going to be playing FC Copenhagen. FC Copenhagen. Uh, home first. We got Gruder Furt. Furt. Who have now just scalped you 4 0. Yep. Then we've got Copenhagen on the 22nd. We've got Bochum on the 25th and Copenhagen on the 29th. Then for March, we're going to play Leverkusen, Dortmund and Stuttgart. Class. That's a lot of games to squeeze in next week. Unreal amount of games. Can't but we still haven't been sacked. Bud. Can't wait for it. I know. I know. And the simulations that we did of the German season, Robbie had been sacked twice, I'd been sacked twice, and you made it all the way to the end of the season. That's what I was going to do. It's going to fucking fuck with me all the way to the end of the season. All the way to the end. I'm not going to enjoy it. And it's going to be shit. Hope you enjoy it, though. Hope you enjoy well, the misery because John Hell said he sent in a lovely message actually to us. Uh huh. I I I don't know if I can find it. I'll, I'll I'll try and find it real quick. But he sent in a lovely message, just kind of. Uh, I think I know the one you're talking about. Yeah, it was really he nice. Says that listening to us brings the reality of the real ups and downs of playing FM. It's not always about winning the Champions League, and sometimes the podcasts. I'm kind of paraphrasing here. Uh, sometimes the podcast gives them a nice breather when things aren't going particularly well in game yeah that was nice and then he says he's going to start season 6 with Brighton but with Multiverse with Oldham great shout Shane didn't say great shout Boom. Kenny said great shout Shane yeah but Multiverse is kind of it's my thing that's, maybe that's, maybe, your, that's maybe, your thing maybe that's what my YouTube channel could be the Multiverse it could be give me all your equipment so I can do sure that. so I can do that like you yeah, have a, you you can see fucking right now. sick setup on Tactical Manager the Twitter account. Did I put out a photo? I think. Are, are you twitching or what? Like, start twitching. I, I had a week off. Do you think I could get around to doing live streams and stuff? Psst. Why not? All you've been doing is playing football manager. I've been I've been doing other stuff. Like what? Housey stuff and you told me you stuff. finished the Spider Man game. 
<laughs> I did. Yeah. <laughs> so you've been, you've been, you could have streamed that. You got, got to figure out ways to make money, Ken. That's not the point. It is the point. The only the, the only reason to play games now nowadays is to stream is to hopefully make a career out of it so we can start being millionaires. Sorry, I just got an email to say that we are currently the 20 best, 20th best video games podcast in Sri Lanka. Fucking yes, boy! <laughs> yes! I knew a Sri Lankan guy once. Um, yeah. He lived in Australia. He'd probably call this podcast a potty, but uh, he was one of my best friends over there. So shout out to Chitty. And to be fair... Top 30 in UK and Ireland. Ushk, ushk, ushk. Separately. That's not bad. Uh, I, that's we need to up those fucking numbers, boy. We will. We'll we need to it. up we'll... those numbers. So we need to be a multi-platform experience for people, okay? I'm talking Instagram. I'm talking the tweets. I'm talking Facebook. I'm talking Bebo. I'm talking YouTube. I'm talking MySpace. I'm talking... <laughs> I'm talking everything, bro. I'm talking fucking MSN. We need to be. We need to be on everything. We need to ICQ, be twitching. Baby. We need to be bursting through it. Going. You, do you remember like when South Park just really got into World of Warcraft? Yeah. That needs to be us, bro. <laughs> that needs to be us. We need to start making f- some fucking dough from this now. This, this is this is where we're going, ladies and gentlemen. KCLR, they let us, they, and God bless them. They let us come off and record our podcast for an hour out of our working week, but they ain't sponsoring this because of profanity. Because <laughs> of the profanity On that note YouTube would demonetize us though for the profanity They very possibly would Twitch maybe not so much um, That's where we're going to leave it for this week this has How been am I going to afford all the plums to plumb Lee Riggs? I don't that know That sounds sexual Lee, I, I guarantee you that's not sexual <laughs> Violence is on your way bro Wembley okay, Stadium, Shane O'Keefe, Lee Riggs, ladder match Before one of us gets arrested, i.e. you this has been episode 118 of the Football Manager Football Show. New episodes every Friday, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you do your podcast listening, and on the website, fmfshow.com. Back in the studio next week. Talk to you then. Good luck. The Football Manager Football Show, brought to you by scoreline.ie.